0: Race fans, welcome to another episode of Short Track Guys Podcast, brought to you in part by McDonald Muffler, the Muffler Mafia, family-owned and operated muffler shop They do converter shocks and more. Get in touch with those guys at 251-661-1043 at Mobile, Alabama. That's McDonald Muffler, the Muffler Mafia. Also in the studio, Jim Pokrant, driver of the 07 Can't Commit Fishing.com sportsman and 2021 sportsman champion here locally at Five Flags Speedway. And Ted Baber of Ted Baber Video Productions. What's up, guys? How's it going?
1: Good evening. He has
0: another episode of Short Track Guys Podcast. And, man, we had a big weekend. <laughs> another one? I think it was an Alan Turner Pro Late Model Race. There was one there. It
1: yeah, wasn't too it was bad. Yeah. It was a pretty good show, I thought. You know, great racing, good uh, – pa- lots of passing. Yeah. One of those Alan Turner races just kind of get stretched out, but there was – Matt Craig and all them, uh, there was a whole lot of lap traffic. <laughs> yeah. But there were some cars battling for the lead. I mean, it was yeah. actually a good show. I enjoyed watching it.
0: Right. Yeah. Well, before we throw all those big names out in front of everybody, I want to throw one more in there in sportsman class. And Jim had an event, uh, that was included in that show. And tell us what happened.
1: Well, let's see. Uh, I sucked. And, uh, <laughs> no. we, we just, yeah, what had happened was no, we, we unloaded and, Went out for practice, and we were okay. I mean, and then we put tires on and qualified. A, we went in 1979, or excuse me, a 1997. And car wasn't bad, but early on, I, I must have caught a water pocket or something, or the gauge messed up because it, it shot way up like a car was hot. So I pulled at the bottom down the back stretch, let a couple of cars go, and then I picked it back up. Once it went normal, I guess it's a gauge problem. I don't know. And just, we, we still ain't got that car handling. It's rolling over, getting on the right rear. won't get off of it. We got some work to do and we'll figure it out. I mean, but I'm still having fun. I still enjoy driving the car. Got to pass a couple guys, got to battle a little bit. So, I mean, it wasn't bad. Goodness. what does that what does
0: that car feel like uh, as compared to like two years ago when you were
1: well that car went in and it took a set when you got on the throttle it dug the whole time now it goes in it just kind of lazily rolls over on the right rear in the center of the corner it just feels it feels like your whole your whole car's just rolling over on the right rear tire and staying there and you can't go anywhere it's like i'm having to put wheel in it to get it to turn and it's just it's terrible I think I found the problem or one of the problems, and we're going to work on it. I got some plans, and, you know, we got a couple of weeks, and we'll get it better.
2: Well, with the other car, you had time to go through all the problems, and every difficulty, and every little tweak that you could make to it, and you got super comfortable with it. That car, got, yeah. you got go. You know.
1: Well, I had to change the whole setup, too. This car's nowhere near like the old car. I mean, everything yeah. has changed. It's just not... It doesn't it doesn't have that comfortable feel that the old car had.
2: You're just going to have to keep working on it. Yeah,
1: we'll no. we'll get it there. I, <laughs> right. I found a problem. I think it's I think there's too much weight on the right rear. I think any takes some that weight off, I think that'll help move it to the center. A couple of the little things that I need to do. It's just it's just frustrating. <laughs> I'm frustrated because we're better than that. And right. I'm out there hustling hard as I can go every lap and not gaining anything. Well, I
2: mean, you, you just keep working, you keep working, you'll find that sweet spot. We'll get there. Yep. We'll
1: get there. And just, <laughs> yep. it's frustrating. But hey, I'm having fun. I thank all my sponsors, uh, all pools, Ted Baber, uh, can'tquitfishing.com, Emerald Coast for modeling and trim. Um. Victor Herm at uh, Premier Window Tinting and um
2: Speaking of Windows, uh, that front windshield member who gave you Oh got- and
1: Pensacola Glass <laughs> Company. Thank you. Sorry, Ted. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me for that. Uh, <laughs> and uh Jerry Bowman at Bowman Marine Construction for his help with the lettering of the car, which I may change the color, so if I do I may have to get up with him again and and I would like to send out a Man, I'm so sorry what happened to them this weekend. They went out to uh, run the heat race and the transmission broke. So they were out like right off the bat. So, but he's going to get a chance to run another, tr- another race. So that's cool. I mean, it sucks. Would love to see one of our own up there at Bristol on dirt and see how good he could do, but they uh, ended up sitting in the pits.
2: <laughs> that always hurts, but it yeah. happens to everybody. It, it does break, you know. Well, speaking of dirt, I
0: mean, we've got a couple of events that uh, <laughs> we have going to dabble in. Later, but right. uh, it's going to be out uh, outside of the local area, but we're going to get into that just in a little bit, but... That's um, <laughs>
2: some super good racing, too. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yes, yeah.
0: Really good stuff, <laughs> and uh, we're going to put uh, some of the share videos up on our Facebook page, Short Track Guys podcast on Facebook, and uh, you'll kind of gather our, this episode with those explanations and, and the video and put two and two together, and you'll <laughs> understand what we're talking about. Oh, yeah. the Short Track Guys fans. Right. So... Uh, but back to this weekend. Um, you know, Jim ended up eighth, I think. Yeah,
1: yeah, I was up as high as I drove up to sixth, and we were running like right on Kevin Mitchell's bumper when that temperature thing happened, and I had to back out and drive to the bottom, and a couple of cars got around me, and then I picked it back up and passed a couple of cars, but I never got back to where I was.
0: Nah. Right, that it looked like and sounded like and seems like it was a, is an all-in-all all good weekend for really just the local classes until you got into that Allen Turner 100. Yeah,
1: yeah, it was pretty good. We had some good racing. I mean, the, the Crown Stocks put on a good show. The Pure Stocks, now that's another story there. And yeah. That's that's a that's a something that needs to be talked about. Yeah, we, um,
2: got to get some cars out there. Colby
1: McDonald fun. ended up winning, and Robert Low, uh, Robert. Um, Barber Barber claimed his motor. (laughs) Okay. What that means is Robert Barber puts up $2,000. He pulls his engine out, gives it $2,000 in his motor to that driver, and he gets that driver's motor. Well, while they were in the process of pulling the engines, um, they pulled the distributor out of the car, and next thing I know, um, there's a big commotion. This is what I was told. I, I had already left. But there was a big commotion, and what happened was the motor that got was getting claimed. Somebody threw a bunch of washers and rocks and stuff down in that engine. <laughs> that's low. Oh, that's that's beyond low. I'm sorry, I, you know whether Mister Colby McDonald knew that his crew did it or didn't know that did it. He's still responsible. You're yep. responsible for your pit crew. Yes, and that's some low life stuff right there. And I'm not calling him a low life because I don't know who did it. But whoever did do it, they are a low life because that's not right. No. And Colby has been sweating from several people. Ben Cranford, one of them wanting to buy that motor, he's been sweating it. And I know why. Because he knows why. Because he's got a lot of money in that motor. And $2,000 in Robert Barber's motor ain't going to be the same. Okay? (laughs) I'm sorry. But to do something like that, you deserve a couple weeks off. I think that if Tim and them don't suspend him for at least a week or two, that ain't right.
0: Yeah, I don't understand why you'd extend it that far. No. I do two weeks. That, that's crazy. No, I mean I'm I'm talking about you know the distributor and, and yeah. why well, you go like that length. Right I would dead. just go ahead and say debris if that was the case. I mean, why would you take it to that part? And you spent all that money to get to the front. You end up winning, and well, you then, got you
1: got protested. You got you got yeah. bought. I mean, I got protested I'd tear my motor down for $250. Yeah. cost me 1400 to get the motor put back together. Yeah. Okay. But it was either that or I don't win the championship. Well, either you do this, you don't win the race. Well, he was disqualified because of what he did, which ain't right at all. But it's funny because now he's got to go home and get all that crap out of his motor yeah. that he put in there. So, mm-hmm. you know, welcome. Good luck with that. But my point is, you don't do stuff like that. When you've been protested, you're, you know, if that motor's legal, sell it. Right. I mean, I, when I worked at Flumpton as a tech man, we had a guy that come from over mobile dirt tracking and he won our our pure stock feature. And he, he told the guy was protest, is crying about his motor. And the guy goes, I tell you what I'll do. He turned to the guy. He said, you give me $500. Let me take my carburetor off that motor. I'll pull it out and put it in the back of your truck. <laughs> and the guy goes, no. Nah. And I said, look, he, you're talking bad about that man's motor. That's cheaper than a protest. He'll give you the whole motor for
0: $500. Wasn't there, wasn't there a sportsman motor that was claimed in yep, mobile? Sure was. No. Just that um,
1: was that was uh, Buttrick some, his yeah. motor claim,
0: and he pulled it out and said, "You can have it." <laughs> yep.
1: Yeah, and he, the bad part about it is they put it in the other guy's car, and he slowed down two <laughs> tenths. <laughs> yeah. So you tell yeah. me, but, was chop- Buttrick was just oh. a good handling race car, and he was one hell of a wheel man. Now Buttrick knew
0: what was going on. Yeah.
1: Buttrick could drive. Yeah. I'm top. telling you, that man is a wheel man. But, um. This kind of stuff right here can't stand. It's got to something's gotta be done about it. Cause when when I worked at Flumpton, that guy told him pull a motor at 500 bucks, it wouldn't do it. We ended up pulling a head off that motor. It had it had stock pistons in it. Wow. It was a junk motor. I'm like, dang, dude. And he goes, Yeah. And he just he had the car handling it and he was wheeling it, wheeling it. But I mean the point being you can't do stuff like this. That's that's a black eye on the racetrack, it's a black eye on the tech area, it's a black eye on that division, and it's a black eye on that driver. Right. You just don't do stuff like that. Hmm. If you're gonna give up your motor, Hey, you're the one that spent all that money on a motor to run in a pure stock division. Yeah, you deserve it. And the guy that runs second or third, I'm sure his motor's got some stuff it ain't supposed to probably have either. And, and you know, little old Mastin Johnson, congratulations to him. He snuck in there and won the thing. He, he drove up to second. And he was, you know, keeping pace with Colby, but he couldn't get to him. No. But Mason Johnson did a great job. Yeah. You know, he ended up winning. That's his second feature this year.
0: Yeah, congrats to that that's right, he's okie
1: mason's grandson right <laughs> everybody helps. knows old Oki. Exactly. oh well there
0: goes back to pedigree
1: <laughs> yeah yeah exactly well, you know Oakey, it's
0: all in the blood and it's all in the genes.
1: yeah, yeah. Oki's a great dude and he he works very hard on that car with his grandson and they, they it's something that you know i would love to do with my grandson you know how cool that would be to win races with him. Oh, you know well. it's that's just a, that's just a, a heartfelt awesome deal man congratulations to them getting the job done as far as Colby mcdonald's concerned he should be suspended for a race or two Robert Barber, hey man, you know he's mad because he didn't get the motor, right? But yeah. I wouldn't want it full of rocks either. And that actually happened <laughs> one time to Robert Balkum. I ain't gonna yes, say who did. he who he bought a motor from, right. but he bought one. He took it home. Something told him to take it apart, and he found bolts and nuts down in one of the cylinders. Right.
2: And it's Chopper Stagner was the one that bought the motor of mobile. Yeah, Chopper did. Yeah. yeah,
1: and he he slowed down. Of course, <laughs> Chopper's chassis was a little bit illegal. Yeah, well, because because Chopper always refused to go to tech. He'd win. He'd roll over and they'd be like, nah, I ain't taking nothing off, Loaded up. Cause he knew cause, uh, Johnny Green bought that car. Ooh. Mm. And Johnny Green never raced it. it was that illegal. And Johnny Green went, I'm not bringing this thing. I don't know <laughs> whatever happened to that car. I want to say it was a Mater built car and it might ended up being in the eight car that ended up winning the Derby a few years ago. I'm not 100% sure on that, but I'm thinking uh-huh. that's that car. Yeah. There are two cars out there in sportsman
2: class that are extremely wide too. Just- yeah.
1: Well, there's some, there's some, there's some, There's some skullduggery going on. I'm not going to say what I think it is, but there's something that they're doing that that I'm noticing some stuff on the top three or four cars that that they need to look at. But. That's okay. They'll take care of that. We had fun this weekend, and it was fun to watch all the other races. Crown Stocks. Brian Blake. Blake. How you yep. hey, pronounce last name? Yep. Uh, Story Blake Roofing. In fact, they're probably going to roof my house. And I didn't know that Story was related to John Story. You know, he passed away not too long ago. John Story was a great guy. I raced mm-hmm. out there years ago. I knew him. He was a great man. I didn't. He because he said he was really sad that John Story couldn't be there to be in victory lane with him. Yeah. And I knew John. John knew me. John always talked to me when I used to hang out with Jimmy Goodwin and them years ago, when we'd all go to lunch together, John Story was there eating lunch with us, with Dickie Davis, two time snowball derby winner, Dickie Davis. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. Speaking you know, of good ones, guess who came in second in the crown stock? Colby Goodwin. Colby
1: Goodwin. Yeah. I don't <laughs> know if he's Oh, he's, he's the, he's one of the, yeah, that, that's, that's, yeah. Yeah. Not, not related to Jimmy Goodwin. No, but the, uh, the other good ones, the, the one or Godwin's. 36 dirt car, uh, Sean good- Goodwin. It's good one, yeah. Sean Goodwin.
0: Now, when you're racing, Goodwin is not really a bad name <laughs> yeah, Sean be you know, running around went, with. Let
1: me tell you something Sean Goodwin is a bad, you know what, on dirt, dude. He's won about everything there is to win and locally, so in a street stock car, so he's pretty tough. But yeah, that was a good race, man. That, that actually they put on a good show, and then Stevie Mercer's son, oh, Blake, was racing, yeah. and then he killed it. Oh, and, yeah. And by the way, that car's for right. sale, wrecked. It's sitting, it's still sitting at the racetrack. It is on Facebook for sale. <laughs> I don't 50. know who would want that one. It's well, You could, you could pull the frame, I'm pretty sure. I mean, or, or you know, pull the motor all out of it, but it's yeah. still got a good cage, good seat and everything. Stevie's got it for sale. I guess it scared that poor kid. You don't want to race no more.
2: Ryan Maxwell's in third, Tyler Young and Garrison Story rounded up the to top five in the crown stock. So it's good racing.
1: Yeah. That's <laughs> going to be a class that's going to keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger.
2: Yeah. They'd, uh, 12 cars in that field, I think.
1: Were I eight, mean, as eight an eight entry, entry yeah.
0: level, I mean right. that that's pretty stout. Right. I mean, with twelve cars, yeah. well, Heck Sportsman
1: <laughs> had more than pure stocks, and that's rare. Very. You know, I was like, <laughs> dang, how many cars are we gonna have tonight? <laughs> dang, that's yeah. You know, wow. Glad to see our class growing a little again, but yep. we'll get there. We'll have some fun, and that's what it's all about. And then that gum Alan Turner race ended up Ooh. being. Pretty good. That kid from uh, what's his name?
0: Dawson Sutton.
1: Dawson yeah. Sutton. Yeah. Which I friended him on Facebook. By the way, he he accepted my friend request and actually said thank you. But that kid, let me tell you something. He sat on a pole. Yeah. Of course, now he's in a Rackley War Car. They're they're the best, probably pro late models. Um, it pro- got
0: something to do with Willie Allen. Yes, Willie yes. Allen racing. Willie yep.
1: Allen racing <laughs> War Shocks. Yeah, yeah. Rackley <laughs> Roofing. Rackley war. Roofing. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So. And they also have, you know, they also have a craftsman truck that my boy Matt De Benedetto drives. Matt direct Matt I, you know, real quick, I bet you the Wood Brothers really are sad they got rid of Matt De Benedetto because nothing against Harrison Burton, but he sucks. He's done nothing but tear up equipment. <laughs> yeah, I hate to say it, him, it's yeah. true. All he's done is wreck and run in the back. Matt De Benedetto was was a threat to win in almost every race he went out. He run in the top ten a lot. They can't get a finish for nothing. I mean, it's sad. I hate that for the Burtons, but maybe he's not as talented as they first thought he was. I don't know. It's my opinion. It's, it's, and opinions are like, you know what? Yep. So, anyway. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, that kid qualified on a pole. they do the redraw. He started third. And okay. the 12 car of... Um,
2: Christopher Tullis. Christopher yep. Tullis
1: got out front. He looked impressive.
2: Yeah, he was running Yeah, but good. I think
1: he went too hard too quick because yeah. he ended up fading, but... Man, and then Matt Craig snuck up in there and and got amongst them. And Craig
2: was giving um, Sutton trouble. And and gave gave Tullius.
1: He was giving Tullius trouble. And then all of a sudden, you know, they they both faded a little. And then next thing you know, that kid Sutton just, it's like they flipped a switch about halfway through that race. He got the lead and was long gone. Nobody had nothing for him after that.
2: Got to give a shout out to Gavin Graham coming in third in the last podium spot. You know? I, I'm
1: gonna tell you something. He's another one that came on late in the race. Yeah. I think if we'd had a oh, oh man, I was. If we would have had a late caution. Ooh, that would have mixed it up. <laughs> that would have been a, I, I think Gavin Graham had a shot.
2: I think you did too. Between, yeah.
1: between him and Craig, I, I think it would, it went down between Graham and Sutton for the win. Yeah. It would have been a great race. I think it was, it was, I mean, it, it, it just looked like a great show because yeah. Gavin Graham and him were about the same speed on, on time and Gavin Graham was coming. Yeah. He was about a half a lap back at one point. <laughs>
2: yeah. At the very end, he said, oh, it's almost over. Let's go. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, I forgot to tell you. It's time to go.
2: Yeah. Bryson Schaffer and Dylan Fecho. We talked about him a whole lot. That was fourth and fifth and a whole bunch of good drivers. And we had uh, John Boland, Colin Allman, Seth Christensen, Jim Wall, who we've heard about a lot from the Modifieds class. He wound up ninth. Carson Brown, he finished out the top ten. Just out of the top ten was Katie Hedinger. Somebody we talk about a lot, but haven't heard from too much, Anthony Cataldi, let me spit that out there, who's in 12th place and Christopher Tullis, and kind of unusual for uh, Augie Real to wind up as far down as he was, but a lot of people were getting lapped during that race, and I know he was fighting at the very tail end to finish it out, but something developed on the car, and he just had a problem.
1: Well, I think Tullius just set too fast of a pace early. I think if he would have waited... Maybe run fifty laps or forty laps, a little easier. Right. I think he would have had a shot at the win, but once they put him out, he was done. Mm-hmm. Once he got shuffled up to the high side, he his his handling was gone.
0: Yeah. Isn't that uh, that tenth place finisher Carson Brown? Isn't he with the Rackley, Rackley War? He's the twenty yeah. twenty six yeah. car,
1: No,
2: twenty five twenty six, yeah. and they were teammates. Yeah. And, and uh, the won. yeah, twenty five was which is yeah. not unusual for that number to win. No, the race. <laughs> true. Yeah. it's right. true. Right. It's five flags, yeah. yeah it's kind of a favorite number yeah there. i
1: think so too but I, I tell you what man you know dylan fecho once again he was yeah. the track champion last year he hung in there in the top five and yeah. i think he went up to nashville and won the week before so man, gotta watch him <laughs> you know you you that kid's the, the the bomb up in nashville but pensacola man he's he does pretty good he hangs mm-hmm. around I, I think with if he had just a little bit more i think he would win a bunch of races mm-hmm. great kid yeah. It was a
2: good race. A lot of fun. Like I said, lap traffic was just, and at points, I mean, I understand, you know, it's supposed to get out of the way, but if you're fighting for position and points, it's hard to just move over and get out of the way.
1: Well, yeah, but the other thing is, you know, if you're fighting for one lap down, that's one thing, but if you're already two lap down, eh, just kind of get out. Don't, I mean, don't race the leader super hard because if you end up wrecking him, it's going to be a reflection of you. <laughs> yes. So, I mean, you know, you need to move. Speaking of which, what do you think? We were we were talking about this earlier. What do you think about the choose cone?
2: I don't know. It's a good way to jump ahead if you're just if you're trying to do that, but it, it confuses things sometimes. I think
1: I don't like it. I wish we wouldn't do it. This isn't NASCAR. And the thing about it is, if you miss the cone, you hit the cone, da 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 da, you, and you're out there bad enough. You're having to do what you got to do, but you got to count cars one, two, three. Okay, well, can I gain spot? Can I lose? Screw all that. Mm. Just, just you know, you've earned a spot where you're at. Why do you get a chance to get another advantage? Why is it that the cars get to start where they start on the bottom? When you know it's it's dumb. It's just to me, it's dumb. I don't like it. Wish they just leave it in NASCAR. I don't yeah. like
0: choose. Cars. I I think so too. And if you're fourth. Uh, when the caution comes out regardless of where you are you start on the outside of row two on the restart yep. there's no choice well
1: that, the leader that's leader where chooses you finish
0: it. that's where you are now, that's where you restart
1: now the leader can choose inside or outside right now yeah. i agree with that or let's go to an alabama shuffle we put the leader out put second third up behind him and then let it eat that's what they do on dirt
0: but if you set if you set fast time and you're set on the pole where do you start on the inside of row one. You,
2: right.
1: Well you, can, you, you don't have a you, choice there. No you not can. always. <laughs> well
2: So
0: most, if you're gonna most, get rid of the choice, get rid of the choice and when well, the caution yeah, comes but, out but and you're
1: now, first,
2: you start on the inside.
1: I agree. Period. But, but the rule now is the leader can choose inside or outside on starts and restarts. And we've seen
2: occasions where starting on the outside yeah. doesn't always hurt you.
1: No, Bubba does that sometimes. Right. He, he'll he pinch you getting in the corner. Right. <laughs> he'll smoke you. He'll have that, that roll on the outside and smoke you down the corner. That's fine. But th- this choose cone stuff, I mean, especially with us bunch of eggheads, because a bunch of them are going to stack up <laughs> on the bottom. Right. And there's going to be like six cars on the bottom. When they do that, I'm going to go outside and scoot all the way up, and I'm going to gain positions. Yep. I mean, because there's a good chance that you're, you're, somebody's going to slip and you're going to get in between them and you're going to gain a bunch of spots, which is the idea behind it. But I just don't like it. Sorry, this is not NASCAR. We don't need NASCAR gigs. We don't need all that crap. Let's just race.
0: Yeah, the money they pay for the paint to put the V on the asphalt or <laughs> yeah. the choice line uh, could be eliminated. So, uh, you know, if, and I'm going to stay right where I am. If the caution comes out and you're fourth, that's where you start, outside row two, yep. on the restart. I the agree. leader is on the inside, just like you said on the pole for a restart. If you're going to get rid of the cone, get rid of all the choice stuff.
1: I agree. 100%. When you
0: Where you come across the line in the caution is where you restart. And there we can eliminate all this conversation. Although it is good for a podcast, though. <laughs> yeah. But Give that's talk my opinion. And I'm I, if we're going to eliminate something, just make it simple. Keep it simple.
1: Right. I agree. I I believe in the Occam's razor. Keep it simple, stupid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> quit quit trying to make shit Kiss stop, her. complicated. Kiss her.
0: Keep <laughs> it simple, Razor. Yeah, yeah. Keep
1: it simple, stupid. But yeah. but just stop with all the the NASCAR stuff. The crowd doesn't care. Mm-hmm. You want you want to make the crowd excited? Let's get some let's some different kinds of. Excited stuff on a racetrack. Stop with all this, oh, let's do the tooth cone and NASCAR stuff because people watch NASCAR. Nobody comes to a short track that gives a flying Mm. hoot about what happens in NASCAR. We come to short track racing to watch short track racing. Yes. (laughs) So let's do short track stuff. Let's not do what NASCAR does. Stop copying. It's short track racing. It's so much more exciting to watch than NASCAR. And
2: totally different.
1: Yes. A lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Get out I mean, there and
2: support that track.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. You got, I mean, you know, it's funny when I was over in mobile the, a couple of weeks ago and uh, I was walking through the pits and I had some guy walk up to me out of the blue, didn't know who he was. He says, Jim Poker. And I said, yeah, how you doing? We shook hands. He said, man, I love watching your race, man. We're there every week. We're fans and his, his kids said, Hey, and everything. And, you know, see stuff like that makes you feel good. Yeah. You know, and that's the, the type of racing I'm talking about because we're not celebrities. We're not trying to sign autographs. We're not ducking fans. We shake hands, talk to them. You know, it's it's nice. Yeah. I just think the choose cone idea <laughs> <laughs> deep six it. Well so,
0: we're we're gonna we're gonna leave that to the rest and uh hopefully we get some comments about what your ideas are of uh, the choice cone or uh, the choice uh paint on uh, the asphalt as far as the leaders choosing which line to restart. Uh we'll leave that up to you to throw us back uh, some comments. We 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 anticipate uh, getting back with some conversation <laughs> next oh, yeah. Wednesday, um, but I, I really want to kind of move forward a little bit about what we've been preaching about some dirt track racing, yes. and we wanted to dabble into the dirt uh, a little bit more. And we had a big one last night in the 410 wing sprint uh, in Kansas City, Kansas, mm. and fifty thousand dollars to win. And we're going to throw some names out there that we have mentioned before uh you know like a rico Abreu, uh maybe a geo Celsi kind of guy uh man we've, we've watched the videos and they're going to be on our facebook page and <laughs> great fifty thousand to win <laughs> you, you get and, excited yeah, to understand what it takes to go through a dirt track uh, event uh and we're going to get into an xr uh, super late model event after this but it it all seems to fall in suit you've got to go through this main that main this main this main whatever to make the finals, to make the money.
1: Well, it depends on how you qualify. If you qualify good, you're in. And then you have to run. They run heat races, and then they run the A and a B main. But I'm going to tell you something. World of Outlaws puts on a show. That slide job stuff is fun to watch. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, slide jobs, crossovers. I mean, commentators just going crazy with it <laughs> because it's so exciting. Uh, this one was at Lakeside Speedway, which is uh, the high-limit racing season opener, uh, last night for 50000 to win. 410 Sprint Car Main Event. Good show. Oh, yeah. Gio Selzy. Carson Macedo. Tyler Courtney. David Gravel. Carl Larson, of all people. I think we know a little bit about Carl (laughs) Larson. He's been on the dirt once or twice. Donnie Shrouts. Brad Sweet. Buddy Kofoid. Rico Abreu, unfortunately was oh, leading oh. leading with five to go and he got had into that a, race one till his yes. tire
1: went flat got into a lap car and cut a tire down yeah.
0: cut a right rear tire down with five to go and ended up finishing 22nd but um we're going to put uh, that video and the highlights uh from uh, another source on our, our facebook page and you'll you'll understand a little bit more about what we're talking about and if you have Uh, a chance to go and see one of these events do so do so Yes. yeah you'll (laughs) enjoy it
1: like he said
2: do Do so do that
1: speaking of uh kyle larson and uh superman did you see that battle at bull's gap those guys i mean the back of kyle larson's car was caved in from him tail slapping the fence him and davenport battled like I, i just it was incredible and the but Larson one, the whole ass end of the car is just shoved in where he just kept slapping it because <laughs> his guardrail on the outside uh-huh. and he was slamming into the guardrail. I mean, it, it was a show. I'm telling you, you, you can't have any better racing than Kyle Larson and Davenport. And here's another thing I want to bring up real quick while we're on the Kyle Larson thing. I'm sick of hearing NASCAR commentators and their crap about... Oh, NASCAR guys don't need to be doing this kind of stuff. It's dangerous. Um, they're dangerous what they do on Sunday. Yes. Okay. Just cause he wants to run. Mr. H approved him to do this yep. and sponsors him to do this. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it all goes back to, uh, uh, Elliot falling and breaking his leg snowboarding. <laughs>
2: Well, that was completely outside of the the normal thing that he does. You know, but even still, racing.
1: I mean, you know, these guys, yes, they make good money. Yes, they get paid to drive a race car. Why should they live a life that's sheltered? What do they want to do? Keep four bodyguards around at all times? Can't do this. Can't do that. Don't walk here. Don't go there. I mean, that's crap. Keep them in Let's, a bubble. Let them race. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I mean, and you know, we we we'll get to it in a little bit. We lost a sprint car driver this yeah. past week, and you know, it's a dangerous sport. But you know what? We know the dangers when we get behind the wheel of the car.
2: Yeah. Every time you get in, you know, something could happen. It's, you could break hey, anything. You, you know. know
1: what? When you're on you're the next page of life in the Lamb's Book of Life, it's your time to go. It's your time to go. That's it. No matter if you're driving a race car, you're driving that street, or you walk outside and you slip and break your neck. But the point is, these guys race. And, and Kyle Larson puts on a show wherever <laughs> he yeah. Goes. It helps sharpen your skills, too. Can it does. Mean, <laughs> it does. I mean, has he done really great in Cup? Man, eh, he's had some issues. But for the most part, the dude's, I mean, he's on his game. Right?
0: Yeah. That race you're referring to is at Volunteer Speedway. was uh, at Volunteer. Tennessee. Gap, Tennessee, you know, yeah.
1: Just northeast
0: of Knoxville, Tennessee. And uh, it is dubbed by many, uh, four-tenths mile. It is dubbed by many as the world's fastest half-mile dirt track. So, okay, Um yeah we got Chris Madden winning the first night, which was last night. It goes through this weekend. It's three hundred thousand dollar purse uh He wins ten thousand two hundred dollars last night, but Saturday night's a main feature will pay a hundred thousand dollars and we've talked about this before, and this is this is the super late models you know, on dirt mm-hmm. uh, they are in Tennessee with some of the big names I mean chris Madden, Ricky Thornton jr Tyler herb you know the list goes on and on and on. But we've talked about this before. These are the guys that are running for a living. Right. And not just moving to move up or racing to move up.
1: Well, if you can ever listen to one of the podcasts that, uh, Jonathan Davenport's been on, he's been on Mike Wallace's podcast and a couple of others. He's really interesting guy to listen to. He's just a good old Southern boy with just a Georgia accent. (laughs) He's just, you know, just plain as he can be, just a great, great race car driver, good guy, family man. And just, I mean, great stuff. I mean, <laughs> it's he just, but any, you know, his wife posted a picture of his family on the front stretch in a cup car and they're like, wow, thank you for everybody, mate, for making this happen. Cause he never got a chance. He had fun. Yeah. But I mean, like you said, he said that these cars are not designed to run on dirt. And he's absolutely right. If uh-huh. they're going to do a dirt race, which I, I don't think Bristol dirt's coming back because they didn't announce ticket sales for next year like they did last year. I got a feeling it's going away. And if they do, let's let's go to Eldora, right? Yeah, I mean the truck race at Eldora was incredible. Mm. They were bouncing off each other, doing. Sli- I mean Kyle Larson that wonder just kept banging the truck off the fence and finally broke it. But kept, every time he'd bang it off the fence, he'd get the lead. I mean, let's go to a, a real dirt track. Yeah, people are saying, "Oh, put dirt on Wilkesboro, hell, hell. to the no, <laughs> leave that place alone." because it's going to be a good show and I, we were just talking about that Thomas and I how good the all-star race is probably going to be this year Ooh,
0: yeah <laughs> you know? i think i and I, I i will back that up and i i believe uh from what uh i assume it is probably true with Dale Jr during this whole thing up years ago about bringing racing back to North Wilkesboro because of the history and and everything that happens around that area um i think he has a lot to do with it and i think it's going to be the best All star race that we have seen in a long time.
1: Well, Junior flies a lot with Marcus Smith, who owns North Wilkesboro. You know, they bought the track and then took the date away because, and it also uh, owns interest in Nashville. Well, what's Junior also been pushing for? Get the old Nashville Fairgrounds in order, and they're working on that, too. So, I mean, God bless them. That's going to be cool because Nashville Fairgrounds is historic, North Wilkesboro's historic, and the late model racing is going to be a good show, which uh-huh. Bubba and them will be there because it's a stars event. Yeah. So, I mean, dang. I mean, it's going to be good. I'm I'm so looking forward to some of this short track racing we got coming up.
2: Oh well, this weekend's gonna be a lot too. I mean I I don't know that we brought it up yet, but we've got the Rumble by the River coming up too. Rumble so. by the
1: river. That's gonna be a good one. I think that is a Southern all isn't that a Southern super series event?
2: Thank
1: it uh, uh yeah. yes, correct. Is it? Okay, yep. good. That means our boy will be there. Yep, and Mobile's running this car. weekend
2: too. So <laughs> Yep.
1: Does Mobile run a local show? Yes. Are they? mm mm-hmm. <laughs> Well should let me run my Hoosiers. Mm-hmm. I might I might have went over it, but I can't. I can't afford to go over there and not run my Hoosiers because I can't afford to buy those. T- and we've got four of those tires, but they're so old. I'm just...
2: That's <laughs> scary.
1: Well, it's not that they're scary. It's just they're wore out. You know yeah. I mean? If somebody had four tires, they'd loan me on some rims. I'd go over and run because it wouldn't cost me. I mean, I got Ben's truck sitting there in the yard. I can, I can hook it to my trailer and... So, I don't know. We'll see. That may happen. you going over there?
2: Oh, yeah. I'll be huh? there. Yeah.
1: Well, you got a film. That's right. Yeah, that's right. You're yeah. a film man now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> The you official, official Ted videographer, Baber, Ted Baber,
2: Video Productions, <laughs> um, uh,
1: ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Speedway,
0: yeah. Back part of the, the Short Track Guys Podcast trio <laughs> in the <laughs> studio, as always. In the house.
1: <laughs> in the house. In his house.
0: Well, guys, we've, we've covered a big one here locally. Uh, we've gone over a couple of big dirt races, that are, and one we're going to follow up certainly uh, next Wednesday because uh, that XR event uh, with a $100,000 payout uh, on Saturday night is going to be a big deal um check your local sources online uh if you can do the pay-per-view do it because uh you won't be disappointed i do want before we sign off to remind everybody uh a tribute that jim brought up earlier uh about a sprint car driver that we
1: we lost over the this past weekend a young man by the name of justin owen was a usac racer uh was uh he died, and I hate to say it that way, but we want to send condolences to him and his family in a USAC crash uh, qualifying for the USAC race in Lawrenceburg Speedway. Um, young man, you know, was uh, in our thoughts and prayers, and we just want to let Thank their family you. and everybody know that we're thinking about him and that uh, we hope and pray that, uh, that he's in a better place.
2: I absolutely agree. It, it happens on occasion, and it it always hurts, and it hurts the, the whole community.
1: Well, I did want to say something on top of that, and that's, you know, we've been losing a lot of sprint and seriously injuring sprint cars, midget drivers. Uh-huh. Um, you know, we might want to start looking at safety on these cars. Yes. Because something's going wrong. It's getting these people severely injured right, or hurt or even worse, and yes. it's in these type of cars that it's happening a lot. Right.
2: I got to do so something. Just-
1: it's it's time to – To start looking, okay. We can't continue down this road and families losing loved ones because you know maybe the dirt community. I've had people argue with me like dirt late models with no no uh, window nets. If your arm gets outside that car, dude, it's it's crushed. Yeah, but we don't need window nets. That's just stupid. Okay, Mm -hmm. well you know (laughs) you know in sprint cars, these guys are landing on their on the the top of the roll cage and it's killing them. And it's it's time to start looking into what's going on.
0: Well, all I can say is just, um, uh, don't skimp on safety, No, nope. you know, and, uh, some of the, um, organizations just kind of, you know, reevaluate what you're doing. Uh, you know, we witnessed it in 2001 and you saw the changes. Uh, there've been no real seriously injured, uh, race car drivers since 2001. Um, and so, yeah, uh, I don't know what to say, but you know, our thoughts and prayers are out from the short track guys podcast. Um, you know the owens family we'll godspeed him, him
1: absolutely absolutely
0: well guys i I hate to end it on, on a note like that but <laughs> um you know uh it's always a, a fun deal to, to get together with you guys on a weekly basis and and go over some of the, the big uh past uh short track races and some of the upcoming short track <laughs> races and some dirt in between there uh if you can include all that Throw a dirt um, it. <laughs> but you guys are, are, are we're short track guys podcast yeah. family
1: absolutely we are
0: a family and uh this is going to continue and we appreciate everybody's support yeah. uh it is our motivation uh outside of us knowing what short track racing is meant to us uh in the past and now in the future but um guys i don't know if you've got anything else just um let let it go
1: I'd like to, for y'all to leave us a review, even on Spotify. Now you can give us a a five star or whatever. Same thing on your iPhone. Go to, go to your iPhone, iTunes and, and give us a good review. Um, because it helps us move up the charts. It helps us with our, uh, our deal so we can get more sponsorships. So maybe we can get bigger and talk more and more about short track racing.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Thanks again to McDonald muffler uh, for being a part of our journey. We appreciate that. And, um, uh, Hey, I look forward to getting together next Wednesday, and if we're going to do just a one, two, three all together, sign (laughs)
2: off.
0: Okay, one, two, three.
2: Let's Let's go, Brandon. Brandon.
0: Good night, everybody. Stay strong, America. Thanks for listening.